Hello and welcome to our podcast where three close friends chat to an outsider named Fohad. We ask each other the important questions and generally fail to answer them. We'll see where it takes us. First, we've got Rav. Hello. Cole. Hey. And me, Woody, posing our important questions to Fohad. Hello. Our first topic is that recently the EU has greenlit the use of mealworms as food for humans. And on top of that, since 2017, Swiss supermarkets have been allowed to sell mealworm burgers. What I want to know is, would you try one? Damn, probably I mean, not. I mean, fortunately, um, now that we've left the EU, this isn't a problem and we won't be forced um, to eat these atrocities. Because that's what the EU wanted from the very beginning. They wanted us all living off mealworms. So you're essentially saying the EU, ever since its conception, has been out for this main goal. They're a big this meal. Is the master plan. This has been the master plan. Oh, that's a bold statement, man. Um, so to answer your question, Cole, no, I wouldn't do it. And and now I never will. But to add on to that, do you, is this because you don't like the mealworms or because you don't like the EU? I don't like the EU because I don't like the mealworms. Well, that's fair well, enough. I right. It seems the other way around right now. It seems like, way, I don't think I'd try it. Worms are gross. If I'm a celebrity has taught me anything, is that you shouldn't eat insects. Then Unless get... you get paid okay. a ridiculous amount to do it. Then you should do it, but otherwise don't. Okay, so Rav, that leads me up to my next question. How much would I have to pay you to eat one of these burgers? So, so like, hold on. What What's the burger like? like? Is it literally just worms shoved together in a patty, or is it, like, covered in something? that Does it actually... Can you tell it's worms, or what? Like... So, visually, it doesn't look any different to, say, a vegan or ve uh, vegetarian, just regular burger patty. Sort of this uh, beige round patty. If I was eating it, would I have to consciously know that it is a mealworm burger, or could I be told afterwards? You can definitely be told afterwards. I just want to know, if I were to get some imported, would you try one? I'm just saying, To eat personally. one burger, I'm wondering if they gave me some sort of disease or I got like flesh-eating bacteria, how much would it cost to get to a private hospital? I guess however much that would cost is probably what it would uh, what you'd have to pay me. Well, thankfully, we have the NHS for that. Exactly, so you just yeah. said you'd eat it for free. But I mean, can I not just pay to get it done quicker? Let's, mm, I'll say like £10,000 I'd eat one. Yeah. Really? 10k? 10k. That's it? Yeah. It's only a burger. So 10k to eat a mealworm burger. I'm sure McDonald's burgers have worse than them and we well, have look... these every week, so... Look, I, I tell you what, you wouldn't have to pay me anything. All you would have to do is donate that £350,000 to the NHS every week. And then I'll eat every <laughs> goddamn EU mealworm burgers. I mean, that's what I'm going to look at it. Jeez. Okay, and Fahad, what's your opinion? Uh, well, I'm just saying, I don't think that's kosher, so I don't think I can go for it, mate. Fahad, you're not kosher, you're halal. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if it hypothetically was halal, then go on. Hypothetically, if it was halal, um, um, honestly speaking, if it, I don't really like when I have a meal, I don't care about its nutritional value. I just care about its taste. Yeah, don't worry, we all know that. Carry on. Yeah, as you can tell from my healthy diet. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if it tasted like, if you could tell me it would taste good, I would probably have it for less than Rav has said. I would probably have it for 
I'd say 5k. But okay, taking it back a bit, if we exclude Matt's slightly political statement... <laughs> uh, oh, slightly? If for Matt and Fohad, would you eat it with an amount of money and either know that it was a worm burger or would you rather be told after as well? I mean, jokes aside, I mean, apart from the fact that I googled this burger and, and some of them just like look like regular burgers, but there are also other pictures that are literally just burgers covered in worms and Okay, can I just bring something up for Fohad? So the EU, as well as mealworms, have greenlit locusts to be consumed, and they are considered halal. Well, I feel like that's what most people would presume. Which is, which is, is, which is not sort of helping um, me imagine this. I, I would probably just do it for like a tenner, to be honest. Wait, wait, what's it called again? With, with having known that's made of locusts. I'm not going to just spring it upon you. No, but I'm it's the same hypothetical as if Cole just brought the burger. You can, he can either tell you what it oh, is. Rap, rap, rap. Right. Frankly, I'd rather be told afterwards. Like, obviously, when you're eating, it's not just your like your regular senses that makes you decide if you're going to consume it and like hold it down. Psychologically, if I know it's a worm, I'm going to hate the burger. I suppose regardless. that would skewer your opinion on it. Exactly. So regardless of taste, it could taste like the best burger in the world, but me having known that is from either a locust or a worm would skew my opinion on the taste and I feel like I would throw up from it. Interesting. What if you I, ate I, it and you didn't know and then you loved it and it built oh, a, life, context, a lifelong love of locust burgers and you'd spread it with your family and you'd enjoy it for generations to come. Imagine that, for her. That'd be amazing. Do you know how hard that'd be to source, though? Maybe so you're, you're your entire make it so popular that you're single-handedly begin... A locust burger marking locally sourced locust burgers back to England and make Britain great again. What about that for <laughs> Make Britain great again. Yeah. Um, I still have to say, like, no wow. in this one situation. I would try it happily. I, I don't have an issue with trying stuff, like, once at least. But knowing... So either a worm or locust. I don't know. I feel like that excuse my opinion already. Okay, but if you try it and you like it, why not continue eating it? He brings makes a good point. I feel are like they, are, are they responsibly sourced? I nah, they get five year olds to walk I mean... around in their garden and pick them up and rip their heads off and they just squish them together. Or oh, do they pay these children? Um, uh, probably not. Nah. Considering it's the EU, I'm sure everything would be above board. Actually, Cole makes a point. But are they sourced in the EU? Uh, probably. I'm assuming they'd establish farms for them. Mm. They're just grasshoppers, aren't they? We have locusts. Yeah, I thought they, they they were like just bigger grasshoppers. Well, they're like they're pretty small. They'd be pretty small. small. The bad guy in Bugs Life was a locust, wasn't he? Yeah, locusts are bad, Juju man. Bugs Life? Yeah. He was a grasshopper. Yeah, but grasshoppers are. A locust, are they not? They're like in the locust thing. Fair enough. I mean, I must confess, I have actually already eaten like locusts and shit. Oh. Um, I was when I was on holiday in Laos. We we uh, had our tour guide in a Lao city, um, and he took us through all the markets with the foods, and and he, he gave us a bag of of various insects. Um, dead in the bag, or yeah, um, but oh, it had flavour. It was like little crisps. Um, oh, so yes. they, they, were, they were actually okay. We we ate 
some of them. Did you, not, insects, did you not look at it before you put it in your mouth and get a little bit ill? Uh, a little bit, but to be fair, it was so much better than everything else on offer, so um, just various mammals on sticks, basically, was the other, the alternative, oh, so um, yeah, so I actually paid to have to eat that, so to answer the question, I probably, I probably would just pay to eat this burger in the first place. Um, if you are dressed up in some sort of gap yard experience. You see, I'm pretty sure I was one of those dumb kids that would just sit in the mud eating worms. Worm tastes good, eat! Is that why you got worms as a kid? See, I didn't get worms till I was about 12, 13, and I'm pretty sure that's from eating some bad pork. And once you see a worm come out of you, it, it, it changes you. It does seem like it would add character. But talking about insects, I did run around as like a young kid, like with my mouth open. So every now and again, I would get a, accidentally get a fly or something stuck in my mouth. What do you mean by accidentally? Well, it's not like I was running around with my mouth open as a sort of net. I didn't mean to eat flies. But surely you'd learn from your experiences. Yeah, but he was a kid. Kids don't learn from their experiences, do they? Not young ones. I mean, like, did your nephew learn to not let you throw kids through windows? I did not throw him through the window. Uh, he wanted to get inside the house before everyone else. So uh, his sister had already gone through the window. By through it, I mean the window was open. I had placed her through it. She had stood up, moved along, no injuries. He was, however, um, not so compliant. So had put him through... Uh, had handled him and put him through the window, held him up, everything, perfect. As soon as I let go, while he was stood up, he fell and hit himself onto the table. You'd be awful in an interrogation. Okay, we should probably specify that this was a ground floor window, and so Fohad was putting the child into the house through the ground floor window, and there was a sofa in front of the window for the child to stand. So he's throwing the kids back inside the house. Yes, he was. I'm going to get the police at my house again for the same incident. Oh. Wait, wait, again. To be fair, I've actually never had the police around my house. Just for clarification. You haven't had the police around your house yet. Let's have another question. Yeah, come on, Cole. Okay, so I had Fohad in mind when writing this one. Okay, so hypothetically speaking, if I were to bury you up to your neck in, say, shit like cow shit, horse shit, whatever, uh, and were to throw a baseball at your head, would you duck? For me, absolutely yes, just because I flinch so easily, like a bitch. Uh, <laughs> um, so I, yeah, think, so I think you're I, saying that you wouldn't actually... You wouldn't intentionally do it. it. No, I would not. It because you flinch all the time. Yeah, like a, there'd be a gust of wind and I'd probably just like just shit yourself. One, would we know that Cole's going to throw a baseball at us? And two, how hard are you throwing it? Okay, so imagine I'm stood at the end of a cricket pitch with you on the other side and I'm throwing it full speed. What? Uh, why a cricket pitch? For fuck's sake, you're Bangladeshi. Have you never fucking played cricket? Never fucking cricket. stood on a cricket pitch. I don't even know what it looks like. I just know you've got two little brown things that okay. have three sticks on it. Imagine a football stadium. Look, look. Just, I don't know, just from one side of the room to the other, Fohad. Okay, in that case, imagine a basketball hoop that's about 
10 feet tall so that's about three meters so imagine six or seven of those lying end to end on the floor you're gonna confuse them so, with that. <laughs> look, look, let's not get bogged down in the fucking semantics here he's fucking a fucking he's he's throwing. fucking <laughs> he's throwing okay so just imagine i'm pelting a baseball at you and you're neck deep in shit what i would want to do is just accept Getting hit in the head. Yeah, I, I would. If if I didn't know, like if when I was gonna get hit, like I would just automatically flinch. Just, I'd probably flinch about five minutes before you even throw the ball, just through fear <laughs> that it might be coming to hit me. But if if I could see exactly when it was coming towards me, I can see it fly through the air towards my face. I would I would take it like a champ. Do you know what I can't stop visualizing in my head though? If you get hit in the back of the head, the impact would push your front of your face into the poo so what you guys are saying is you would rather have a baseball to the front to the face like between the eyes than ducking and just having to take a long long shower afterwards so i would have yeah yeah i, I would happily take it to the face, uh square between the eyes i don't know why but i feel like there's a difference between having your entire body covered in poo and your face because your mouth is part of your face and if it goes in your mouth that's kind of gross that, that's no, you the experience that. you come back from like yeah. different the bruise bru from the ball will will heal but i mean the, come on the, everyone the get hit by a taste. in the eyes in school it's not yeah. a new thing i'd rather have that than poo I mean, we've all, not so much Fohad, but we've all got a mutual friend that during a year eight cricket match, I think it was. So that's what about, oh God, that was like 2009. So it's at least 12 years ago. He took a cricket ball to the forehead and I'm pretty sure he's still got the bump on his head to this day. Whoa, okay. Well, um, no, I'm t I stick with my answer. Look, yes, yeah, I don't. I stick with it. You're not winning me over here, Cole. I mean, I'm not trying to win anyone over. I just want to gauge your honest response. Because here's the thing. You can have a shower and clean the rest of your body. But when you have shit covering the, your head portion, that is a different level where you would feel contaminated for days and days. Plus, you'd probably throw up multiple times. Plus, let's say you throw up while you're submerged in the shit. You have a potential of a shit going within your like, mouth and like your digestive system. And I don't want that. But I seriously cannot wait for you to have a child and have to deal with kid shit. There is a difference. I, I know what fucking cow shit is like. I'd rather have a child shit around the house than a fucking cow shit. <laughs> oh no. You set him off. Oh god. I can, hear, I can hear that through the floor. It's like a strange echo of a. Of a... Why did you preface that? Because I. Back up. Oh, no, it's simply because the, the amount of shit that you see in a village in Bangladesh from cows is intense. Like, these cows can... You've seen, like, brown people and how long they take, like, toilet breaks. These cows don't need a break. They're going non-stop. What a second of shit, and they're still shitting while they're moving down the road. All day, every day. <laughs> okay, but... So when I was a kid, my dad used to live in a place called Chelsea and we were like uh, 300 meters away from a farm with loads of cows and the smell of shit was just constant and you have a, you just get used to it. In, this, oh, in the context of this conversation, there's no point where you're getting used to it. You're submerged for some ungodly reason. Someone has kidnapped you, tied you up, 
put you in cow shit up to your neck and is now throwing a baseball at your head or cricket ball, whichever one it was. Baseball. So you see how, like, uh, this is not a situation where you're just used to the smoke. You're not like, oh, you're being tortured. I have a question to put the friendship at, like, uh, interesting standstill. It's not going to be, like, your your idea of, of talking about growing up or something. Is no, it? no, 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 no. When was the first time you masturbated? <laughs> Fuck it, Woody. How did you know? Oh, my God. Wait, is that 14. actually what you were going to say? No, no, no. I feel like we've had a conversation similar to, similar to that in person about, like, well, now why not put it in a podcast? Okay, screw it. So I think the question I asked was, um, it was during one of our D&D nights where uh, if you were in a situation where you had to sleep with one other member of this friendship group, who would you have sleep, uh, slept with? Not this again. Oh. See, you remember it. I don't, I don't like this question. Probably. I don't remember this at all. I, I remember it. It was bad. I don't remember this I, I don't remember this question being asked, but I... I think I would have to go with Rav just because he'd be a good cuddler. You oh, did actually say Rav. Say Rav. Did he? Damn. Yes. Oh. Yeah, I'd be good for spooning, I think. That's cuddly. I I'm think like the exact word, I think you also no. said um, he'd be I'm like sure a little teddy bear or something like that. Yeah. I am. No, I Why did you go high pitch? Okay, then I'd definitely stand by my choice of Rav. Rav and like Woody taking the same. Stand I on it as last time. I, said. I, I don't think you answered it. You I, and Woody no, didn't did. want to answer it. I instantly deleted it from my brain the millisecond we'd finished discussing it. Um, I don't know, honestly. I, I feel like I just cold. wanted to marinate and see who you two come up with. I feel like Cole would be a nice hugger. It'd be nice. Have you never hugged each other? Yeah. Not in a spooning form. Not in a spooning form. That's a cuddle. Yeah. I, I feel like Cole's a good cuddler. <laughs> Cole and I have technically done that. Okay, so Fawad, I mean, the closest we came to cuddling was back up in Scotland when you, me, and Rav went on a trip together, and we were staying in a travel lodge, just the one room. Uh, it was one double bed and two cots, so we took in turns to see who would have the double bed to themselves for the night. And on my second turn in the double bed, you refused to yield the bed to me, so you were half naked under the covers. I was also half naked, just in my boxes. So I got underneath the covers with you, placed my hand on top of the covers onto your penis, and you immediately darted out of bed and straight onto one of the cots. Did touch my penis. Yeah, Fohad, you've done that to me as well. Oh, God. I don't how that worked. Like, why? We had a I mean, double bed and we single bed. out of the bed. True, but still. Um, had one night with Cole, he had one night with me, it was fine. I just want to know one thing, though. Like, I, I'm still waiting on Woody's answer, just to see how awkward it will be for Isla, like... I mean, I do feel bad for not saying Fohad, but I mean, at the same time, he is circumcised. And I'm wondering if that would ruin me for other people. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, that's good to know about you, Fohad. Yes, you did. We had a discussion oh, well, of this. I, I, I forgot. Well, I don't remember back then. That was a long time ago now. He remembers on a day to day basis, Fohad. I'll be honest. I remember his first interaction with me. Like, he accused me of lying to him because I told him my name's Fohad. And. Uh, Mrs. Flynn said Muhammad, and he just looked back at me like, "What?" No, yeah, I don't blame him for that. I can and see. And for that yeah. reason, I've never really trusted you. Yeah, I thought it was a fact that I was brown that you didn't trust me. Oh, All right, I've, I've got, I've got a question. Okay. Um. So, you you get you get a job, you get a new job, 
um, and and they're like, we'll we'll pay you fifty uh, k a week, um, but it and it's nine to I'm five. Done. Done. I don't care. It's fifty k a week. It's it's nine to five, but you you just sit in a pitch black room for eight hours a week, a day. Sorry. Done. Yeah, I do that. Am I allowed to sleep on the job? No, you have to stay awake. Am you I can't sleep on the job. Something? Jesus. Oh, no, I'm you, sorry. You, I'm pretty sure you everyone. Sit there, you that. stare at a wall. Eight hours, fifty k. Yeah. Yeah. I'd done. Do I, I think. think yeah, but then you could quit and face weeks. it. After two weeks, you have like. 100k. Uh, wait, did you say 50k a day or 50k a week? Or oh, 50k a week. Um, yeah. So you have 100k. That's like what most people's like three years worth of salary. Yeah, but sitting in the dark for eight hours a day, I I just feel like it would get to me, and I would just hate it. You wouldn't have the job satisfaction, which is important to a lot of people. Even job satisfaction. Um, you know, you'd just be like, what am I doing with my life? I'm not achieving anything. I'm sat in a room for some reason. <laughs> you don't get any context to why you're sitting in the room, by the way. You might be funding terrorism, for all you know, somehow. How are you funding terrorism Maybe when your you... job is to sit still in a room? Who knows? Mechanics, but... Could be used to as a means to get information out of someone. New, enhanced, inter- or advanced interrogation techniques. Please never become interrogator. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I think I think you need to sit in a room for eight hours and and see. I fall asleep way too easily, so I don't think I'd be able to do it as a job long term. Well, if if it was if it was a temp thing, you know, you, why not? Think... I'll do it for a week. But no, this is this <coughs> is you know, you're signing a contract for I don't know a year at least. Um, no, no, I couldn't do it for a year. I'd uh, most likely I mean, do it for like a month. Or so I think I'd try no, it and no, just no, see no. how long I could physically go. Before, so, if, it, if it was a rolling contract, I'd do it. But if it's, I could not do it like a full year term. Mm, I, I I don't really know. I mean, I I I had a um a temp job, um for a, for a, uh, I'll I'll leave them an unnamed tax company, and I I literally just had to uh, go through all their records. Uh, like pick out all the staples and then scan through the paper. And that was all I did for eight hours a day. Um, and two weeks in, I, I just couldn't do it anymore. I was like, I feel so miserable. I'm drained just of all happiness and everything. Yeah, I, and I, I just had to stop it. doing it. Yeah. It was terrible. I mean, I wasn't getting paid 50K a week, obviously, but um, I don't know how much money I would so take. If it was 50K a week, do you reckon you would have saved that? To be fair, yeah, I think I would have stayed a lot longer. Okay, but at least with pulling out staples and scanning something and you're actually doing something rather than just being sat there. You have an imagination, you could do stuff. You can twiddle your thumb. Would you get a lunch? Because otherwise, wouldn't you just start? Uh, yeah, yeah, you'd have a lunch you break. You would have in eight hours. But it would, it would... I know, but I mean, it would be pretty, like, legal. legally, you can't do eight hours without a break, can you? So, no, yeah. exactly. Yeah, you'd have to. I don't yeah. think you can I mean, do more than five hours without a break. I think, is... having, I think having a lunch break can make it a lot more doable. This is a buy-the-book experiment. This is a buy-the-book experiment. You know, you, you, you get yeah, your half okay. hour, you're allowed to leave that room and uh, have lunch. Um... In the facility, are there more people doing the exact same thing? I'm assuming it's a facility and not just some... Massive warehouse. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'd do it. I'd come you out can, and say hi to Kevin, and Sarah. You can talk to, yeah. You can talk to Sarah and Kevin and Greg, yeah. and see how their 
Don't forget I your like, neighborhood uh, seek. You could even it's go down pub for a drink afterwards. After oh, work. Whoa, whoa, whoa! We can't, we can't mention that word in uh, 2021 right now. I'm sorry. What pub? They sh- oh. They're legal. All oh, right. Okay. Carrying on. Okay. So next question: Given how bad 2020 was, if you knew the end of the world was coming in 2021 and the exact time and date, would you tell anyone? That's a tricky one. <laughs> Because you, I mean, you, you'd you'd want to tell the people you love, um, but you, you also you wouldn't want them to go through that. Because that's. Would you want to tell the people you love though? Yeah, sorry. Repeat the question again. I missed the end of it. Sorry. If you knew the end of the world was coming in 2021 and the exact time and date, would you tell anyone? I feel like no one would believe it. How many times have people predicted the end of the world and it hasn't been true? Considering how 2020 went, I think most people would believe anything. Nah, that, that wouldn't change anything. I mean, when, when, you say any, when you say anyone, are you talking about everyone? Or are you just talking about, would you tell a specific person or a specific, would you tell your family, for example? So it doesn't just have to be the person, the people that you know. It can be like you go onto the news and... Uh, say things like the end is nigh and cause huge panic and everything like in 2012 annihilation of humankind hold on hold on hold on humankind isn't just the usa one nuke's not going to end the world Come yeah on. but then the uh, Americans, the us the us would fire at someone else they would fire at someone else and everyone would just fire at each other would everyone else actually same thing it? would happen if you told your loved ones you'd cause panic for them and frankly yeah, i don't exactly. feel like i'd want my loved ones to be in that situation yeah, um, yeah. I mean, that's the problem. I suppose if you didn't want to tell anyone, you would just enjoy the time that you have left. I suppose. I suppose in a way, it could be seen as liberating to know when the end is coming. Then you can sort of. Is it not a curse at the same time, though? Well, yeah, but what can you do at that point? You either you can wallow for the rest of the time and then die, or you can do something with the time you have. Well, it's different, isn't it? Without sort of information, you could try. Like, let's say something that you could naturally stop. By some means. So let's say it was a potential uh, nuclear apocalypse or something that caused it. So let's say July 15th at 5 past 5 p.m. There is a a, a nuke that goes off on the west coast of America that causes... Pull the trigger or press the proverbial button. Because there is that famous case where... Um, the the Russian the, there was some sort of uh, nuclear base in in Russia or in some sort of submarine um, where there was a malfunction and it showed that the Americans had fired some nuclear missiles um, oh, yeah. and I believe the people in charge of the missiles actually made the decision no we're not going to fire yeah. back and sort of create the annihilation of the humankind. Well, if history has taught us anything, it's that America would nuke someone for something less than being nuked. Look at Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor was bad, but yeah, still. Okay, and so as a follow-up, if you knew the end was coming, how would you spend your last day? Masturbating. That's weak sauce, though. You've done that your your whole life. You get something a bit more spicy than that. Yeah, but it would just be one non-stop. um, Damn. Just a bender all the way. Uh, there's a record on how much you can masturbate before you cause your heart to give out. I yeah, think because the world's ending. Yeah, but do you want to die before? Theory. Here's a question. I before like this is mainly aimed at you, Woody. On this like masturbation session, would you want to die before the like the world ended or with it ending? Like, would, would you want to climax as the world ends? Whoa! I don't that, know. 
Damn. It depends how the world was ending. If it was a big explosion, that'd be pretty lit. But what if what what if it exploded just before you climax, and that would be that'd be unsatisfying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you just got to time it right. To be fair, like he did say, this is like addition to the main question, so you would know the exact time, so you would know what build up to give yourself before that. Like, oh, that that's hit. a lot of pressure, though. I don't know if yeah, I can yeah. perform under that sort of pressure. I mean, do you think you'd be at risk of getting performance anxiety due to it? Yeah, maybe I, I would. I feel like you would. Like, without a doubt, if you're in that situation you where you're trying to, like, climax to the end of a world... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, climax to the end of a world? That makes sound even worse. Like, that's a fetish. That's the ep- the episode name, Climax to the End of the World. That's, that is a good name. <laughs> yeah. There we go. I, I yeah, that. timing yeah. that would be horrendous, because... You could either get issues with your performance it, to both ends. You could end up like going beyond the apocalypse, uh, beyond the end of the world, or like being very quick. Going back to the the question about what we'd do, I I don't know. That it's it's an impossible question because essentially there could be no meaning left in your life. What what is the meaning of life? When, when, and then when you've only got you one day left, the question, Woody. I feel like you yeah, don't remember it. It was it was what would you do on the last day? If you knew that was the day, what what would you do? I mean, so it's the end of the world, so there's going to be no consequences or anything. So you could do anything from, say, uh, asking out someone you've had a crush on for a long, long time to living out some psycho horror movie shit. I don't know. You'd still feel bad for torturing someone, you know. It it would be about finding... I don't know. where, Where would you find the meaning in that last... 12 hours of life that you've got would it be just to have the best time possible would it be to do something meaningful would you just be too depressed and just cry the whole time I, that would probably be me but I'm, there's so many different you i feel like most people would end up just thinking about all their regrets and trying to correct any regrets so Fohad, what you're saying is you'd spend your last day um atoning for everything you've done wrong and making things right with people that's a nice thought I think that's just what you would do. Finally, ask out Rev's uh, <laughs> cousin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like, visit this place first. I didn't like maybe ask this person out at this point. Uh, actually, try do this. Like certain stuff that you always thought, oh, I'll try this at one point in life, but never done it. I feel like that's not what most people would do. Me, I wouldn't. I'd would just spend it with like people that I would cherish. And am I included in that? Sorry, what's your name again? Matthew. Me. Yes, namely Matthew. But um, yeah, I just spent the last day and like, I don't think I'd tell any of them. Like I said before, like it just ruined the mood. Like, did you ever, do you ever have just like a sudden thought or in your head of like, what if the world just ended right now and you sort of have to hide, you've, you've got to hold down that panic attack inside you? Why do you randomly think not about really? No, I'm not going uh, to. I get that really. sometimes. Like if, if I, or like if I see a video clip, of just like the, the the world exploding, like there's just something inside of me that instantly panics, and I I just imagine that, and I, I can't imagine the scale of like the whole world exploding, and it just sent. I just I just want to clarify, Woody. You do know those videos of a world exploding aren't real, right? Yeah, but it, look, it just it just makes me. I I can't explain it. Just something inside me, just an alarm goes off, and I instantly panic and sort of begin to freak out. And I've got to stop watching the video and think about fucking butterflies or something like that. I mean, fair enough. I won't lie. This is a insight on you that I've never seen before. We're learning 
the true sides of each other that we never knew existed. After how many years of friendship? Two months. Um, I mean, with Rev and and well, Rev and Cole was probably about the same for me. I think. Yeah. Same with me and with Woody and. Yeah, so you lot way over ten years. And so it's what eight years? No, nine years this year that we've known you, Fohad. And (laughs) so the first encounter I had with Fohad was we were sat on the sixth form lawn at our. Secondary school was also a sixth form, so essentially college. Uh, we were sat on the lawn, and I had a pack of Starburst, which I had uh, given out to all my friends. I was eating them. We were eating them. Fo had eventually come to sit down and asked me for one. I'd say, sorry, uh, they've, I've just given the last one out. I want to add a correction here. You did not hand the last one out. You fucking ate the last one. Oh, yeah, no, that is true. Yeah, so between me chewing on this stop, I, I told him that, sorry, they were all gone, and just the look of defeat in his eyes, I, I just wanted to cradle him and look after him, and that's why we still know each other today. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, from a look of defeat? Yeah, you pity us into liking <laughs> Honestly speaking, I don't know how our friends are to- like three of you, because our fr- interactions initially was like so weird. I mean, Fahad, I think the main reason we became friends is because we had biology together. <gasps> That's how... And I distinctly remember it was the night before we left and you sent me this huge message on Facebook Messenger asking me exactly what I was taking because you had no clue what to take. Like, um, I had to list out everything like uh, socks, underwear, shirts, trousers, jumpers, all my school stuff. End up like taking twice the underwear you think you need just in case you randomly yeah. like you know that mindset where you like oh, he would have literally just come in his clothes and nothing else for the entire trip. So I'm glad you did. But you not get that thought like for your mind. What? And you're like, okay, I'm gone for five days. I'll take like five pairs. But then you're like, oh, I'll take an extra case, uh, extra pair just in case I shit yeah, my. Yeah, got to take a few emergency pairs. You never know. See, it is a normal mindset, yeah. and cold never does this. That's because I'm not prone to shitting myself. You never know when Pooh's going to attack. <laughs> Especially if Cole's going to throw a baseball at your head from 20 meters and you can't move anything. <laughs> and yeah. some, I, I still don't understand the context of that. Like, how did you emerge and Pooh? Okay, don't worry, don't worry. Don't, don't, don't worry about it. Hypothetically, how did you get me in the fucking pile of shit? Look, we're not going back over that, Fred, but that ship has sailed. It's just... You know, one of those things, you know, growing up for trauma of, like, how shit, it just, it gets to me, Woody. Mm. Like, we all have That's shit trauma. Do we all have shit trauma, though? Okay, if I can just redirect you back to the question of who would you spend your last day on Earth with? <laughs> um, I think I'd probably spend it with, like, the people, uh, it wouldn't even be family in the end. It'd be, like, the people I get along with most. I'm pretty sure I'm already going to hell anyway. Cool. Plus, I'm pretty sure if I don't tell anyone they're about to die, that's also me going to hell because I'm inadvert. Like, yeah. I don't know. Somehow, somehow it would lead to hell, honestly. But, nah, I'd try and give my last day some meaning. Spend it with people I care about. Maybe do a few things that I thought I'd never <laughs> do. Regret. But, uh, other, other, other than that, um, yeah, I would just give the last few days meaning before inadvertent world explodes and I'm turned into dust. So I'll I'll just translate that. So basically, you'll um play video games. I mean, yeah, basically what I've been doing for my whole life. Yeah, Nothing really. Much yeah, cool. Let's let's gloss over that. Carry on. I mean, I think I'm in the same camp as Fohad. So 
if I had pre-knowledge, I would spend, like, if I had a few days, I'd spend a few days with my family in England, then go to Canada and spend a few days with them, just so I get to see them all one last time. If it was like, I was told tomorrow, I, I would just spend it with my uh, close family in England, and of course, Woody, because we live together. I'm sorry you just have to put up with me crying and masturbating the entire time. <laughs> so while Coles has meaningful, strong bonding moments with his family, Matt will be in the background, visible, crying and masturbating at the same time. <laughs> Good luck, Cole. Yeah, Good exactly. luck. Okay, well, I guess I can always just, like, shut my door and, like, try and ignore him. Well, if he, like, screams as he climaxes, you never know. It's, you I can't, think you know, Cole will. He lives with him. I mean, what Woody does in the privacy of his own bedroom is no concern of mine. I'm so upset you didn't finish off your stripper room like you said you would. Yeah, that would have been dope. Stripper room. Yeah, you said you were going to get mirrors on the ceiling. Did I? Yeah, I don't care if it was a joke. I actually wanted you to get that done. Oh. Woody actually said that. This is when he had the fucking stripper bed sheets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who said that? Have you still got those? Yeah, they're not on at the moment, but, you know, I own them. Why do you still own them? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My I, granddad I, bought I, them I for me. Yeah. Thank what you, What the hell did you think right, your yeah. granddad was going to do? Woody, could you please describe your stripper bedsheets for the listeners? Um, but it's it's like red and black, and it's like sort of got these really sort of flowery patterns on it. It's just exactly what you would imagine in a... Um, and a brothel, um, basically, just and it's got one of those like throws that go over it. This is black and red flowery throw. It, it, it's classic Did it brothel material, huh? Did it actually have flower patterns? Because I, in my mind, I can only remember it being like very, yeah, very, very dark fancy, red and black. It was fancy. Yeah, and then those are those are my bed sheets. If anybody was wondering. Well, thank you for that enlightening piece of conversation. Yeah. I want to get him like uh, the Philips Hue bulbs as well, and set up so it turns on and off every time you hear clapping. But why? They're cursed. Because it'll make it even more cursed when Woody eventually like ends up having sex with the light in the room. Because every time they do anything and there's con- uh, skin contact that oh. sounds like clapping, it'll just turn. I see. Okay, but what, Farad, why why do you say inside the room? Because I live with Woody, and I do not fucking want to know if he has sex outside of that room. I mean, I do not want to know if the sofa we have has been tainted in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> I can hear him laughing already. No, it's fine. Social distancing. Just put some hand sanitizer. Okay, and on that note, I'm going to say we've run out of time. Uh, let's let's just fucking end this. Um, I look forward to not speaking to any of you again until the next time. Yeah, sounds good. I'm down with that. I mean, Woody, we do live together. It's going to be a little bit difficult, isn't it? Look, I'm I'm happy to just sit and sign up. I honestly yeah, imagine yeah. this is how a daily like occurrence you works in your house. You two just sit there in dead silence with Morty running back and forth. Okay, so on behalf of Fohad, Rav, Woody, and myself, Cole, we'd like to thank any listeners that enjoyed us. Feel free to subscribe to us and keep doing these as long as we've got conversations to talk about and different ways to piss each other off. I'll now leave you with subliminal messages from Woody. Donate your PlayStation 5s. Donate your PlayStation 5s. Donate your PlayStation 5s. Donate your PlayStation 5s.